Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 134th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing this evening, Kyle? Cam, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, We decided to watch the Mizzou-Oklahoma basketball game here in the studio and then uh, do an immediate reaction episode right after the game which may not have been our best idea ever but here we are many times in the past i've thought uh i mean it'd be fun to record right after a game mm-hmm. sometime now that we're doing it i never want to do it again I, well, yeah, especially <laughs> after losing a uh, yeah. ncaa tournament game yeah i don't think i ever want to be in this position again but uh but here we are we're gonna make the most of it and we're gonna make the most of it we're gonna give you our thoughts oh yeah uh we're gonna this won't be quite as long as a normal episode we're gonna we don't have any news to talk about we're just talking about this game basically and uh that'll be it it, it also uh coincidentally the three of us are leaving uh for vacation so um kind of works out and then uh after a week of not paying attention to mizzou sports we'll be right back in the thick of it to talk about maybe the spring game and the future uh, for Mizzou basketball, but for right now, we're going to talk about this game. Uh, Mizzou was uh, underdog, and then a starting player uh, for Oklahoma tested positive for COVID, had to drop out. Um, then Mizzou actually became the betting favorite, according to the sports books. I think like by a point and a half or something. Uh, day of you know last couple days here. Um, Missouri lost the game 72 to 68. Kyle, uh, knowing that Missouri, or that Oklahoma was down a starter, how are you feeling going into it? Well, we previewed this game last week and I did predict Oklahoma to win this game by four, which is exactly what they did do. Um, I, I'm not going to lie after we previewed the game before we knew, mm-hmm. um, that they were going to be missing a starter and, as the news came out and as the week went on, I started to feel a lot more confident about this game. Thought about how uh, this might affect the how we guard Oklahoma and how their lineups would change. And yep. because that was that was our main concern was was how are we going to guard Manic? And you know that that's going to present some matchup problems with Tillman having to step out and guard him. And I definitely thought that uh, them being out uh, a starter would definitely alleviate that issue, and, and ma- it maybe did. Yeah. But to some I, extent, yeah. To some extent. So I, I started to feel a little bit more confident. I thought Missouri was going to win this game coming into it. So I was so confident that even though I picked Oklahoma in my bracket reveal that we did on last episode, when I was actually, I hadn't actually picked those games on the computer yet. So when I went to copy my paper bracket into my podcast group uh, entry on ESPN Tournament Ch- Challenge, I... Changed my mind and picked Mizzou over Oklahoma on the news that they were going to be without Harmon, and that was a mistake. <laughs> but yeah, no, I felt good. I felt like that was exactly what Missouri needed to not have to go up against Manic plus a four guard four guard starting lineup. Um, they would have to put somebody at the four that wasn't going to be a three point threat, and. We actually saw that. We saw Tillman. Um, we saw when Tillman and Manic were in the game together. Tillman was guarding Oklahoma's four spot, who was a non uh, three point threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy, I, I can't remember who it was. Most Harkness. Of the time. 
Um, I feel like at times it was maybe Williams that I saw. Let me let me see if I can look at the minutes here. Yeah, Alondas Williams, I think, was the guy that I saw uh, Tillman guarding at times. But um, anyway, he tried to take Tillman off the dribble a couple times and it just didn't really work out. But yeah, that was exactly what I thought I wanted going into the game. Uh, Tillman being able to guard a non-shooter. Um, but Oklahoma did exactly what we thought they would do. Uh, Manic was five for nine from three. Uh, Reeves was just kind of his normal annoying self, uh, drawing fouls, getting to the free throw line. He was 10 for 12 from the free throw line. Uh, so those two guys did a lot of damage. And then, uh, like you were mentioning, Elijah Harkless was the third guy who got 16 points. That's like double his um, season average, but um, he had to step up because Harmon was out, and he did just that. Um, yeah, they pretty much did exactly what we knew they were going to do. I mean, they they have a couple of key guys, then they did exactly what they normally do, and <laughs> we uh, weren't able to stop them. And we, I think we were able to slow them down at times, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, looking at the shooting percentages, that's what's really sticking out to me is Missouri's two-point shooting percentage, um, 36%, 11 for 31 and Oklahoma didn't do that much better, 40%. Both teams shot pretty well from three, um, Missouri on more attempts, but both were over 40%, and both teams around 80% from the free throw line. Uh, Oklahoma had more attempts, but obviously there was some fouling late in the game. Um, yeah, I even th thought we guarded um, pretty well on the, on the perimeter sometimes, but Manic just drained it right over us a lot of the times. I, th I think he had a couple of open threes that he had, but... Yeah. Um, for the most part, I felt like we guarded the perimeter fairly well. They just he's a he's a good shooter. Not being able to finish at the rim was a was a common theme in this game, and it has been more or less in a lot of Missouri's losses this season. Um, looking down the lineup, Drew was 0 for 4 on two pointers. Mark was 0 for 2. Penson was 1 for 4. Bugs was 1 for 3. So literally Tillman at six for eleven, he was successful, and Kobe Brown was uh, was a successful one for two on two point attempts. Yeah, I felt like uh, the game, the flow of the game, was almost a microcosm of the season where we started off really well and we're just punishing Oklahoma um, in transition, and we're just getting easy looks inside. I mean, literally right off the bat. Um, you know, Tillman had an easy two and, and Penson got all, got all the way to the hoop. And I think that's about the only time he did that the entire game, which what what was why Penson was so lethal earlier in the season was I felt like he just has had an ability to get to the rim with ease and finish. And just as the season went on, he just seemed to lose confidence in his ability to do that and looks indecisive and just didn't do that as effectively as he did at the beginning of the season. But um we really it looked like we just caught them off guard almost by they were like whoa these guys really want to push the ball in transition and we really took advantage of that and once they figured out that we that we score a lot of our points that way yeah. uh we had a hard time scoring in in half court the transition game completely fell off yeah. at some point it was just like where did it go they just completely stopped being able to push the ball um pinson's game was confusing um he only played 18 minutes Drew Bugs played 22 by comparison. 
Uh, Javon Pickett played 16, but Bugs is the more obviously one to one comparison there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it some people on Twitter were speculating that he may be still feeling some after effects of that hard fall he took. Yeah, we're we're recording this. I mean, literally within minutes of the game ending. But I did happen to just see on Twitter uh, before we started that uh, Coach Martin said Bugs was just giving them what they wanted defensively down the stretch, and so that's why they had him in there. Yeah, that's not surprising, but it's also disappointing. Yeah, he didn't mention anything about um, Penson yeah. being injured or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is very rapid reaction. Uh, we said like three words to each other from final horn to this is, welcome in this is no prep <laughs> this is raw thoughts and yeah. emotions i i jotted down some notes but on just like a scrap piece of paper but that's it i'm looking at uh the box score um i, I try to get all my complaining out before we started recording <laughs> before yeah. the game was over really right. yeah, it was yeah, coming yeah. out we were we were uh venting a little bit in like that last minute and then of course they had to drew knocked down those two huge threes to pull it back to a one possession game yeah um i think our exact uh exchange you said uh something like oh don't don't give me hope and i said there's no hope here <laughs> like don't even you like, did say that that's not and on the table. what's crazy was there really was hope yeah. that we really had a chance more than i thought at the moment yeah, yeah. uh i mean well, i guess we'll just kind of take him through that ending sequence but i mean we were down by what like eight with mm-hmm. two minutes to go mm-hmm and uh pretty much looked like all hope was lost and drew smith just (laughs) gave us the only only hope that we that we had was was from drew smith making a couple crazy threes there at the end uh oklahoma turns the ball over with about 15 seconds left in the game missouri's got the last shot and did not get a shot off had to have a three which obviously is annoying if that's a two point game then i'm feeling a lot better right um, well, they don't foul if right, we're only up by exactly. two. Yeah, that was a that was a brilliant, um, very heady play by that Oklahoma player to foul oh, with yeah. with two and a half Especially, seconds left. Yeah, like halfway through the possession too. I mean, more than halfway through the possession to think to do that was pretty smart. And yeah. that has that play in particular. I mean, I don't think I will. I don't think I would have argued for not fouling up three in the past. I think I objectively know that's the best play, but I don't blame a coach for not wanting to do it before this game seeing that and just feeling how obviously being a Mizzou fan this comes easy but see but feeling how certain it was that we weren't going to win after that foul I'm going to be absolutely a proponent of fouling up three like for the rest of my life well yeah especially with that little time on the clock yeah yeah. you knew that we we knew it was over the second he fouled bugs or whoever that was yeah and uh yeah that was that was very smart um that was it was a little out of control like drew had the ball and i honestly we i like i said we watched this one time yeah. and so i'm trying to remember exactly what what happened but the ball there was, was a ball screen with with kobe mm-hmm. and but both defenders went with drew uh-huh. kind of that far kind of an wing. errant pass yes. to to get it back outside yes and so kobe had to kind of gather the pass am i remembering that yeah, correctly? yeah, yeah. Uh, but i thought that drew had an opportunity to kick it right back to kobe immediately once the two defenders went with drew i thought he had an opportunity to send it right back to kobe for an open three mm-hmm. and i would have been okay with that because you know how great right. of a shot can you expect right. it I can't mean, be too picky if kobe's wide open pull the trigger i mean he was uh on the game he was two for six from three that's more attempts than i like but not a terrible percentage. Mm-hmm. And I know, obviously, Drew's wanting to take that last shot there. 
because he that's what he had been doing in that game was like Mm -hmm. fine i'll just try to shoot us back into this Mm -hmm. but oklahoma knew that too they sent two guys at him and so when he kicked it back to kobe it was a little too late and it was a little wild kobe tried an entry pass into tillman i don't know what he was thinking there there was not enough time to try to do that yeah but and he had i think with the most disappointing part of the whole sequence to me was he had drew wide open uh for a three on yeah that far side of on the, the court. far side of the court yeah. and he didn't throw it to him yeah he, and, just, he just didn't look over there and he threw it to bugs instead and yeah. that's when bugs got fouled yeah yep it just a uh, really really incredible heads up play by the oklahoma defender to foul him there and it is got like i can't blame anybody for like doing a not good miss on purpose free throw like what can you do but that was not a great yeah i don't know how i mean you probably never practice anything like that but yeah ideally i think you'd want to get a little more air under it and mm-hmm. get it up in the air off the rim give you guys some time to get position and try to jump up and get it right but missouri loses that's a tough one uh they missouri throughout the game there was probably like three or four moments in the game where I was like, this game's tied or we're up one. We're up in this game. Yeah. There were some exciting moments where we, we, uh, we got back into it and even took a lead there with probably, I don't know, in the, the final quarter of the game, but weren't able to finish it off. It just, they, they let Oklahoma take control of the game uh, really in that last kind of home stretch the last five minutes or so Oklahoma really kind of went on a run there and pretty much put it away rebounds were Mizzou out rebounded Oklahoma by four uh, two on the offensive glass two on the defensive glass still felt like Oklahoma had too many second chance opportunities yeah Austin Reeves um he, when you talk about Oklahoma kind of taking over the game and just like playing how they want to, that is Austin Reeves just playing his game, mm-hmm. getting into the paint, getting to the line. Yeah, he's got a real ability to get fouled. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I wish that Missouri would learn how to, <laughs> like Missouri needs a guard that can do that, take over a game, learn how to get fouled, get to the line. Um in a lot of ways, I think Austin Reeves and, and Drew Smith were similar players, and I even said something about that in the in that game. They, they're really good in the mid-range. They can really shoot from anywhere, uh, kind of have an old man's game a little bit. But I do think that Austin Reeves has a better ability to get to the line and get and get fouled and, and make free throws. Mark Smith was hot early, three for three. That was exciting. Uh, ended the game three for five. Only played, let's see here. Kimpom has him down for 30 minutes played, so that's plenty. Drew Smith up there at 39. Wow. Um, what do you think uh, with Konzo's decision to take Tillman out of the game once he picked up his fourth foul? Uh, I don't know when exactly that was, but I just know that there was like three or four minutes left in the game and Tillman was still on the bench, and mm-hmm. I thought that was too long. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's only a few minutes left in this thing. Got to right. get. And Tillman was the only chance that we had in this game. Well, I mean, Drew was obviously shooting us back in it, but yeah. but we needed Tillman out there. Right. 
and uh, and he wasn't and uh, that may have been why Oklahoma went on a little bit of a run in that stretch this uh, now becomes the 11th season in a row for the Missouri Tiger basketball team without an NCAA tournament win so you have to go all the way back to the 2009-2010 season under Mike Anderson when Missouri beat when Missouri upset Clemson in the first round and then lost to West Virginia two seed West Virginia in the second round it's too long that's a long time and obviously you have the Kim Anderson era in there those three seasons you can basically just throw them out. They're lost. Yeah. There was no hope for a tournament appearance during that time. But um, Frank Haith obviously took uh, took Missouri to two NCAA tournaments. This is now the second one under Conzo. No yep. wins to show for it. Three f- full eras of coaching staffs, basically, without a win. Yeah. Yep. And Conzo's two teams that have made the tournament – suffered from not both teams not living up to the potential that they showed um his first team maybe more so in the preseason and dealing with injuries but this team this year not living up to the to what they showed they could be even mid-season of this very season mm-hmm. and uh we had a, a youtube comment on our last episode that was something like uh, they found it interesting the disconnect between the media saying that this was a great season which i think that's hyperbole i don't think anybody in the media is saying this is a great season i think i wouldn't i wouldn't begrudge them for calling it a successful season yeah. making it to the tournament versus the fan reaction to the team as of a week ago and i think it's very simple what the disconnect is there the media is looking at expectations from the preseason and the fans are looking at the expectations that were reset mid-season yeah when missouri knocked off alabama and was a top 10 team in the ap poll yeah yeah it's weird it really is weird when you look at it um if if you would have told us uh this is exactly what's going to happen this season uh before it started when we were doing our preview i think we would have taken this probably like nine out of ten times but but looking at the way it happened and um kind of riding the highs and lows um it it was I don't know it was, it was a little exhausting at times and it I don't know I'm I'm really I'm sad now but in a weird way I'm almost a little bit excited just to hit the reset button and and move forward and I I definitely don't think that we're that you know we'll we'll, we'll get into this you know I'm I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here but it, we we may have some rough times ahead in in the near future but I am a little bit excited just to hit the reset button and and uh bring in some new faces and uh, Conzo Martin's probably not going anywhere for no. the for for the foreseeable future so just just buckle in it's going to be yeah. it's going to be a little while yeah yeah we got to hit the recruiting trail hard and uh man, oh, one thing that I don't even know if we should say this cuz we jinxed it maybe people will accuse us of jinxing it uh, I'm already doing it in my head but there was uh, a little trend happening where we were seeing certain teams bow out of the tournament and uh without 
naming names, Arizona State didn't make the NCAA tournament. Kentucky didn't make the NCAA tournament. Uh, Ohio State got bounced in the first round. Big upset. North Carolina bounced in the first round. And it was looking like... And you think uh, you think Abilene Christian's going to knock off Texas. Yeah. Uh, it really did feel like a situation where we were going to be able to say, uh, you don't have to leave the state of Missouri to achieve your goals yeah. and your college basketball career. Yeah. Uh, you can get to the tournament. You can advance in the tournament. Um, just because you go to North Carolina doesn't mean that you're going to have a normal North Carolina-like season. Right. Um, but and, that, and it doesn't mean you can't have that at Missouri. Right. We weren't, weren't quite able to say that No. Nope. with uh, Missouri getting bounced as well. That, that storyline was just too tasty. It was just too tantalizing. We couldn't, it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't to be. I was looking back through Missouri's season and that uh, that win against Alabama, it's just like two completely separate seasons, like mm-hmm. through up to and then through that game versus the rest. And I don't know, just getting bounced out of the NCAA tournament in the first round, it just has this, there's just this thing about it now for Missouri where that's just kind of how it goes lately. You're not you're not getting to the tournament, or if you are, you're getting bounced in the first round. Yeah. Seems like we get teams' best shot a lot of the times. Oklahoma played a really clean game, and they played a lot better than they have in the last month. This is the best they've played since midseason. And, uh, you know, they, they had a really rough stretch to, to finish their season. They lost to Kansas State, mm-hmm. who is horrible. Yeah. Um, That's a significantly significantly worse loss than anything on Missouri's schedule. Yeah. They they lose their second best player and uh, and found a way to to have one of the best games they've had in a long time. That's that's frustrating, mm-hmm. and maybe that has something to do with uh, Missouri. Maybe it's not a luck thing anymore that uh, that we're getting teams' best shots. I mean, that's obviously could have a lot to do with uh, Missouri's play. Yeah, if we went back and watched just a montage of all of Missouri's misses at the rim. I think that's all you need to see There's to, a lot. to know what happened in this game. Yeah. I definitely am disappointed that, I mean, not a, obviously I wanted to win the game mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and move on, and but I, I was excited about getting a shot at Gonzaga too. I think that just would have been really cool to get to see uh, Missouri play against Gonzaga, and obviously that's a game that you probably win one out of 100 times, and uh, but even just the opportunity to go against far and away the best team in college basketball this season would be really, really cool. On a scale of 1 to 10, how interested are you in watching Oklahoma and Gonzaga play? Oh, man. We, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was really excited to go on vacation and, and watch the March Madness and everything, and Missouri now gets balanced. All my brackets are trash, and I'm like, oh, man, I just need a little break from March Madness now. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll put it at like a 2 or 3. <laughs> I would put it at absolute 0. Yeah. <laughs> I have no interest yeah. in that game. I, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick the tournament back up in the Sweet Sixteen. I think. Yeah, it's just a bummer, man. Oh, uh, it, it's weird. I mean, I guess I would rather. Obviously, I'd rather Missouri uh, get to the tournament and lose in the first round than not make it at all. But yeah. you know, it's been a fun. It's 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 been a fun like last you know forty eight hours or whatever watching all the games, knowing Missouri's Missouri's mm-hmm. in this tournament mm-hmm. and they're still gonna play. And, uh, and now I'm on the wrong side of that and I'm being a little bit emotional about it, but, um, I, I, it's still a success for Missouri to get yep. to the tournament. It just didn't, just didn't end the way we wanted it to. Yep. And 
yeah, it's it's definitely a success. It's the tournament is a crapshoot. We saw Ohio State is a very good team, and they lost to Oral Roberts, who Missouri blew out the first game of the season. This tournament's been crazy yeah. as far as upsets. Yeah. I mean, just ridiculous. Just now, Ohio beat Virginia, reigning champs. So once you get to the tournament, there's no guarantees. Yep. And um, shame on us for getting a little ahead of ourselves once uh, we found out that Oklahoma was down a starter. Um, but yeah, I, I did see this is a slightly off topic, but I, I saw some stat today, um, that there's only been like eight or nine 15 seeds that have ever advanced to the second round and Florida has faced a 15 seed. I get, I think it'll be three times now hmm. that they have faced a 15 seed. So That's Florida is yeah. just getting lucky. Yeah. They've been the recipient of the, the, the the benefactor of those upsets yeah well i told you before we started recording the most mizzou thing on planet earth would be that uh, norfolk state knocks off gonzaga <laughs> that's never gonna happen in a million years but if it did i would literally cry that would just i think i would have to just we'd have to shut it down as far as like <laughs> sports fandom i'd be done missouri it's been nice knowing you but i don't care anymore shut down the program <laughs> you had your chance for revenge that would, that would truly be an all-time like Missouri like a that would moment for Missouri sports though. Gonzaga by fifty. That's my prediction. Uh, we've got anything else about this game? Um, I feel like there's probably some details of, about the actual game that we kind of glossed over there, but it all kind of ran together. Yeah. And, uh, we we wanted to get this out because we are going to be out of town and. Um, we were we're planning equipment we were taking some equipment in case we needed to put out some content mid-vacation uh maybe i'm speaking out of turn here but now that missouri is lost i think uh we're just going to wish everybody a happy ncaa tournament and you just made me sad all over again (laughs) i was really hoping for that emergency pod on on vacation (laughs) yeah not happening no uh, we're just gonna maybe watch some basketball in our leisure and not uh, overanalyze it or get too emotionally invested. And we're gonna have some fun. Anything else? Leave your uh, leave your comments and tell us how you feel. I know. Yeah. Uh, Try to take yourself back to this moment. We're gonna get this out very soon. We're gonna we're gonna sit here and edit it and get it right out to the to the people. So. Give us your give us your emotional takes. We want to we want to hear them. We're right there with you in this we're, moment. We're trying to hold it together a little bit, but you don't have to. Oh, a lot of missed shots at the rim. A lot of missed shots. See you next year. See you next season. All right, <laughs> All right everybody, let's wrap this thing up before I say something I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. at Missouri Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. You can find our t-shirts and stickers on our online shop, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com. We'll be back before you know it. We'll, re- we'll uh, let you know who's winning the tournament challenge group, and uh, we'll have to talk about that spring game that happened today. We'll have all of that and more next time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you when we see you. <laughs>